First down. Trouble. That's Chase Young who got to him first. 55 yards. 54 was the record. Steve Christie and Moody, the rookie, nails it. This Mahomes goes out. Second and nine, Purdy's pass. Caught, Jennings did it! What an effort breaking tackles. Now he's thrown for a touchdown and caught another. 24 yards, and it is knotted at 16. It's made two from outside 50 today. This is half that distance. From 27 yards, he makes it. The game on the line. Jump off sides first. Has it? He's easily going to get the first. Third and a football. Not a big deal now unless you don't get it. Go up top. Mahomes cradles it and goes down to the 13 yard line. 10 yards from the win. Mahomes throws it to Kelsey in the middle of the field. Kelsey right ahead. Kelsey still on his feet. And I believe he's going to have the first and goal to go. First and goal. Mahomes swings this. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! The seventh longest game in the history of the NFL was one of the most memorable ones as well. And the Chiefs, you're going to hear a lot about it. They have their dynasty. The Kansas City Chiefs have won their third Super Bowl title in five years. Good morning, Chicago. Welcome in to the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood with you. We have Shay. We've got Jay Moore. We got you on the Super Bowl Monday. Open phone lines for you 312 332 ESPN. 332 3776 is our phone number. Cap, the battle tested Chiefs find a way to win again. Mahomes' greatness is absolutely amazing. A season with drop passes by. By a receiving core, the most drop passes by a receiving core in the league. Questions about Eric Bieniemy no longer being the OC, starting the season losing to Detroit. All these things, all these plates spinning. Would the Chiefs find a way to be able to get back to the Super Bowl? An underdog against the Bills and the Ravens, and even in the Super Bowl yesterday. But Patrick Mahomes is that dude, and the Chiefs are that team. Back-to-back champions for the first time in 19 years. A dynasty is right in front of us. It was... It was it was it was spectacular television. There is no sport that comes close to what the NFL gives us. Let me just clarify one thing. There's a bunch of people going, "Oh, why didn't Andy Reid take a timeout in overtime because the clock was running down?" Because overtime that doesn't end overtime. It's not like the regular season. That was simply like the end of the first quarter. And all they would have done was changed ends. So he was saving his timeouts, but he was going to need one. Because if the clock ran out, it was the end of the quarter. They would just move to the other end. Chiefs still had the football. So that is why. Let me just clarify that. I thought Tony Romo did a really good job when the clock was running down. He said, hey, everybody out there, relax. This is like the end of the first quarter. So what about Mahomes as a player? 
Mahomes as a quarterback for this Kansas City Chiefs team as they win the Super Bowl again. So he is the best I've ever watched. Brady was amazing. Amazing. And he's won five or seven and five uh, Super Bowl MVPs. Yes. Incredible. But I'm pure. Just my eye test. I tell you, I think Patrick Mahomes is the best that I have ever seen. He's unreal. And how many more can he win? I mean, why should I think he's not going to win a bunch more chases? He's going to win eight. I don't, great. I don't know if he's going to get five more, but I think he's going to certainly win again. He's incredible with the game on the line. I got this. And he ran the football for the first time. Nick Bosa's looking around like, really? You ran the quarterback. In sports, there should be an industry standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I said for many years doing this that it's okay to be able to have a team with a black hat. Like, if you dislike the winning, fine. Then that means that you have to put pressure on your favorite team to be able to get to where the top team is. And the top team now is the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and I don't consider them bad guys, but there will be some that will say, oh, these guys winning again, just like the Patriots. People got tired of the championships that the Patriots won. People got tired of the Bulls winning championships in other markets outside of this city of Chicago. Because people get tired of the success because they want their team to eat. They want their team to win. But whatever you want to say about the Kansas City Chiefs and their run, you cannot deny the fact that Patrick Mahomes is right there amongst the best, if not the best, that we've ever seen at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. It's not hyperbole. Mm-hmm. Here, here's why, Cap. I'll give you an example of why Patrick Mahomes is great. And, and that's another word. We talk about GOAT a little bit too often with, with players and teams. And we also use great haphazardly as well. A little bit too much. Oh, that guy's great. He, no, he's a backup catcher. He's not great. He made a great play, but he's not great. We do that too much we in, our, in our we sports do. conversation. You're, you're 100% right. But, but Kevin, listen to this closely. You ready? Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. Three championships. Now, he's 28 years old now, Patrick Mahomes. He's not even 38. He's 28. He now has 15 playoff wins, trailing only Tom Brady and Joe Montana for the most by a quarterback since 1950. Okay? It's crazy. One more for you about how great Patrick Mahomes is. Again, not hyperbole, not flavor of the moment, not hot take. This is how great Patrick Mahomes is. Cap, he has three championships and two league MVPs in his first seven seasons in the NFL. I want you to think about the NFL, NBA, National Hockey League, and Major League Baseball history. Mahomes is the first player in in those sports, right? The first player to have three championships and two league MVPs since Larry Bird in 79 through 86. Since Larry Bird. Bird did it between 79 and 86. He had three championships and two league MVPs in the first seven seasons. Guy LaFleur had it between 71 and 78. Bill Russell had it in 56 through 63. Mickey Mantle, Stan Musial, and Joe DiMaggio is on that list. Ain't those guys any good? It's insane. Ain't those guys any good? DiMaggio, Musial, Mantle, Bill Russell, Guy LaFleur, Larry Bird. Those are the players that had three championships and two league MVPs in the first seven seasons. And Mahomes is on that list, too, Yeah, at it, age 28. It's insane. And you read something in previous hour. You mentioned Patrick Waugh and a few others. And nobody's done what this guy has done. And that's why you got to have the assassin at quarterback. The assassin. Yeah, that was the fastest to win three championship round MVPs list where Mahomes has done it faster than anybody through seven seasons. Three MVPs in seven seasons? That's more than Magic. 
That's more than Tim Duncan. That's more than Michael Jordan took nine seasons for him to get that done. More than Shaq, Joe Montana, LeBron James, Tom Brady, and Patrick Waugh. Took him 17 years in the cage to get that done. It's incredible. It's literally breathtaking what he's done. That kind of analysis or that kind of facts is not what you're going to see over our shoulders here on the bottom, on the bottom third on the TV shows. Is Mahomes the greatest? Yes, maybe no. I've got proof right here on my screen about where he is, not just in football. That's a linear conversation. In all of sports. Correct. In all of sports, we talk about the GOAT. That's what we're talking about. That's great of, greatest of all time conversation right there. When, you, when I mention Patrick Mahomes the same breath of Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and, and, and Joe Montana, Tom Brady, that's more than just football conversation. But he also, we played this earlier, you have it. Why do you guys win? Why are you guys so successful? He said, because of our culture. Chiefs culture. Mm-hmm. They have one way they do things. Andy's in charge. Ownership stays out of it. Yeah, that's why they win. It's culture, man. I, I got brought into this culture. Um, Alex Smith was leading this team. Um, they had the, the pieces in place, and Coach Reed was the, the ultimate leader. And I got brought in, and I just kind of try to exemplify that and, and keep pushing them to be even better. And um, that's why in moments like this, we guys come through, and um, it, it truly is special. It really is special um, just to, to be able to say we're back-to-back champs. Just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. That's it. Think about that. Never underdogs. Just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. How about Just know that? that? Vegas would like to have a word, especially the Bills, Ravens, and 49ers game that we saw yesterday. Correct. <laughs> That's why I'll never bet against them again. We will, do a, we will do our picks during the season, and every time, I don't care what the, the number is, I'm just going to bet Chiefs. Every time. Every time. Now, I'm going to lose some, but I'm going to win my share because Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback cap. It's just... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's literally insane. As, as you drive this morning, ladies and gentlemen, look through your windshield. You, think, you see Patrick Mahomes, you watch the Super Bowl, now think about the Bears. Right? Yeah. That's how far the Bears are. Correct. But we've got a path to get to the top of the NFC. We do. Hell, look at the, look at the 49ers as you, as you drive this morning. Think about the 49ers. Yeah, they lost the Super Bowl, but look what they did to be able to get there. Now look at the Bears. Big gap. There's a gulf there. Yes, there's a path cap, mm-hmm. but it's about the team, not just on the field, but also in the front office, how it works in cohesion, how it works together. I want one of those hit at quarterback. I just do. I get it. I get it. That's the only thing that's missing. That's the only thing that we have not seen in our Chicago sports fandom. We've seen all the championships around here, you and I. We lived, we're blessed to live long enough to see all the championships, you and I together. Yep. But that's the thing that we have not seen, that generational talent at quarterback where it's like that guy elevates your, your opportunity to get to the Super Bowl. And now we have the number one pick, and all the scouts say that guy. That's the guy. Okay. Ryan Poles, just keep doing your homework. Tune out all the noise. Don't listen to all the nonsense out there. Oh, did you hear? DJ Moore wants to keep Justin. It would be news if he came out and said he didn't. It'd be funny. (laughs) I mean, really? Do you really think one of his teammates or someone he knows in the league is going to say, oh, yeah, I would absolutely move on from him? Are you surprised with, like, 
how it's so polarizing, right? Like, it feels like in Chicago, he turned the fan base a little in his favor towards the yeah. end of the year, where I would go on things in Chicago, and they'd be like, yeah, we're, we're up for keeping Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, do you get exhausted, like, kind of sticking up for him at times? Uh, no, I don't get exhausted because I know uh, his growth and that uh, everything that he went through uh, the, the past year and then the year that I came in. So just to see that year that he, they went three and what something yeah, like that, right? And then the turnaround and just had add more four, four more wins. It had had to be something uh, with growth. Uh, so I'm proud of him, and uh, I know the fans love him. And and really you're on record, and you want Justin Fields as your quarterback. I'm definitely on record. Yeah. Thoughts there from DJ Moore. God bless. They're friends. They play together. I mean, do you really think he's going to come out and say, "Yeah, I'd move on"? No. Because if he said that, oh my God, then he must he must despise him. No one's going to do that. Just let Ryan Poles do his job. And if it's keeping fields, I'm all in. But if it's more likely he's moving on, I'm all in there too. If you're on hold, you will be on the air. Cap and I want to find out your thoughts about the Super Bowl yesterday. And the Bears are on the clock. Let's discuss Cap and Jay Hood on the mighty home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Jay Hood are back. I appreciate your show. I'm an Uber driver, and from 7 to 10 every day, I've got you locked in. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. You know what the other thing is, Hoodie? Hmm. People are forgetting. In overtime, Shay, you remember this. Jay Moore. In overtime, only a holding call on Trent McDuffie. Otherwise, they're punting the football. And then you just drive it down, kick a field goal, game over. So Shanahan's thought of taking the ball first, bad, 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 bad. Yep. And Andy said, quote, I'm looking at this in the ringer. He said, uh, You want to kick off, you need to get an idea of what they're going to get, and then you go from there. He made some great plays. Heffer more with his legs. So he did a great job. He said, hey, listen, if I can't throw it, I'll run it. And that's what he did. It's unbelievable. What a great feeling. He said, I'm never going to question Kyle because he's brilliant. But that was something we chose. We wanted the ball second. We wanted to go on defense first through our studies. We thought that was important. Shanny felt the other way. One guy got a ring. Yep. The other one, bridesmaid. Bridesmaid for the second time as a head coach, third time in the Super Bowl because the other was as an OC with a historic blown lead when they stopped running the football. 312-332-3776 312-332-3776 our phone number. All right, let's go to our, our guy that uh, was a part of our Deal Breaker segment last Thursday. Here's Blake from St. Charles on Cap and J. Hood. Blake, good morning. Morning, gentlemen. Hey, man, let's, let's, up, buddy? let's whiteboard this. A guy who had the Deal Breakers from missing the Super Bowl. Now, explain what happened there with you and your family. Sure, yeah, a quick uh, refresher. Um, so it's my it's my wife's sister who's throwing a party for her daughter. There was a number of scheduling conflicts, including other birthdays, adults' birthdays, which is strange enough. But uh, so, And they have club volleyball for the other sister on every Saturday, I guess, until the end of time, um, from what I can tell. And, uh, and so they also did not realize it was Super Bowl Sunday. It was the three sisters getting together. I noticed it two weeks ahead of time, but uh, for some reason, everybody was afraid to say anything to her, and I eventually brought it up. And it was a point of controversy. It was looking very much like I was not going to be able to see the Super Bowl, at least until the second half, because they live an hour away. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, I had I had a whole setup and arrangement of various different sized screens, tablets, phones, and things like that that uh, that were waiting in my car, kind of like a broadcast van out in the park, out in the driveway. <laughs> uh, and, and that was my plan for sneaking out during. Uh, well, I, the way I had timed it up, I think I could see that the present opening was going to happen right around kickoff. And, and again, this is my wife's sister. It's very important to her that I don't embarrass her. Uh, you know, relationship-wise, the family. I love my wife very much. I have kids that love going to these parties too, uh, hanging out with their cousins. So, uh, but then I had a brilliant idea that uh, when they did start to go open presents, I took the TV that was on a not even a movie, a Harry Potter screensaver. <laughs> oh my um, god! And I got picture evidence that I think I set the shade, but uh, I uh, then just switched the channel. I was alone in the living room and uh, just changed the channel, put on the Super Bowl, and then a slow migration of men. Uh, started from uh, you know the other husbands and brothers-in-law and whatnot. Slow <laughs> <laughs> migration. Wow. Hey, one by this? one, yeah. like the breadline, just coming in one by one. <laughs> they're like, oh, somebody had the cojones to do this. All right, good. And they're just kind of like looking, peeking around, like they hear something, um, you know, and sitting down on the couches. And by the time presents were opened, you had a you had a there was a caravan of us in there, and yeah. uh, they were afraid to turn the game off. Um, so, long story short. Uh, I did get to see the whole game, thankfully. If I had missed this Super Bowl, I don't know that I would have ever recovered. I probably would have been too upset to call in today, to be honest. You know but, what? You know what, Blake? You're a man. You deserve to have your day. This is your day. Super Bowl. How did the rest of the night go, like, after the Super Bowl when you got home? Um, well, so we did. I got, my kids are school age, and this was an hour away from the house. So we did leave at halftime. We we had to catch the halftime show from the phones in the car. And that was also strategic on my end. I made my wife drive so she didn't even see Usher. That was key. My strategy. <laughs> Let's go. There you go. That's my guy. Yeah, was, I, I really was, she, was she mad? I'm employ that. When you went to bed, was she mad? Uh, no. No, no. She, uh, she, well, the game was still on when she went to bed. So uh, okay. she went to bed during overtime. Maybe she is mad, actually. She hasn't called me today. <laughs> she hasn't called you yet. But the, right, yeah. But I, I think that. I, but I think Blake, the lesson is, is that you're a man and you deserve to watch the Super Bowl. The two to eight shift for that party is nonsense. Yeah, nonsense. It, it was. Uh, that, I'm, that's normal for these parties for this family. It's. Uh, it's all leaving is always a 45 minute ordeal. Um, so I'm just happy I got out right at halftime. Uh, things did go according to plan and. And this validation is really the, the icing on the cake, fellas. Yeah, well, you deserve to be able to have your special 100%. day. hundred percent. And what you do is when you get home from work tonight, you say to your wife, hey, I'm glad we were able to be there for whatever it was. Yeah. Don't ever do that again. Damn right. Cause this I'm will come not back. doing that again. Are we clear? Damn. That, and I'll come back around this time next year. So no shot. That's Can't it. happen. Cannot. Mm-hmm. He sent me photos of this party on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I got to tell this was way over the top. I mean, they decorated the oh house like they put photos on the cabinets, paper mache it looked like to make the house look like it was in Harry Potter. The big screen TV had the Harry Potter movies on. The One of the hosts was dressed like a witch, had a hat that pointed up and curled over. And I'm like, it's the Super Bowl. You cannot do this today. That's why the good Lord made Saturday. Throw a Taylor Swift party for your daughters and put the game on. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Anthony and Burbank on ESPN 1000. Anthony, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? What's well, up? Thanks for checking in. Man, uh, uh, quick, I want to give you guys a shout-out. You know, I appreciate you guys. I list, I started at work at 2 in the afternoon, so I listen to you guys as soon as I get to work. Man, you guys make my job so much easier listening to you guys. So I want to give you a shout-out to you, to you guys and Sovi. 
and what's called Waddle. You guys are the best. Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> so I got so a fine. couple of things I want to talk about. Uh, one thing, can I ask you guys, did the Spurs or Blackhawks ever think about trading their number one pick when they have a generational talent on the board? Right, the Hawks should have taken a haul because their team's not good and left Connor Bedard on the board. Yeah, no. they could have left them, right? Right. What's the call? Should the Spurs have traded their number one pick to whoever and let them pick Wimby? No, you don't do that. So why are the heck are the Bears fans saying let's trade the number one pick? Like that is crazy to me. I'm a big. I'm a. I'm from. I'm a Justin Fields guy. I have his jersey. Let's say we we keep him. I'm going to support him no matter what. But. If you cannot leave a tandem like that on the board, like a Wimby or like a Bedard, you just can't do that, you know? And that, if he can change your organization, you take that player and you ride with him, you know? Um, I don't know if you ever listened to First Thing First. Um, this is guy, I, don't know him by, I don't know him by his name, but they call him Coach. And he, they, he said that great players make the coaching, coaching staff great and the players great. Mm-hmm. They elevate them. So, and what's the call? And I, I truly believe that, you know, I'm 26 years old. I'm, I've been in Chicago my whole life, you know. I don't know what it is to feel like, I don't know what it is to see a winning team besides the, the Cubs in 2016. I want to say well, one of my best years, you know, I was only like 18 years old, but I still remember that year like it was just, you know, yesterday, you know. Good, good time. Great year. Well, all the best. We'll see what the Bears do. It looks like they're going to draft a quarterback, and let's hope he's the real deal. Anthony, we appreciate the telephone call. Now you see he leaves line open. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. West side. Dan is on Cap and J Hood. Dan, good morning. Hey, good morning, fellas. How you guys doing? What's up, Dan? What's cracking? Hey, J Hood. What's going on, bro? I haven't talked to you in years, man. Yes. I remember I, yes. I used to go back to uh, WrestleManiacs with you, man. I remember uh, when Jason Goff was your producer. Man. Tune in. <laughs> and I used to go back and forth arguing about Nas and Jay Z. What? So. <laughs> Where have you been? I don't understand. Why has it been so well, long? I, I moved to uh, California. Okay. And uh, I've come back to Chicago, but uh, it's great to hear you in the morning. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. So, talk, talk to us about the Bears since we have not speak, spoken in a long time. The Bears and the quarterback situation. What stands out most for you? Well, what stands out for me is that the the overhype that. Uh, you guys place on uh, Caleb, and they've been doing the same thing since uh, um, Justin Herbert came out. Since uh, what's the, the kid's name uh, out of Jacksonville? He was hyped since he played in a championship game for Clemson, and neither one of those guys have won anything. And they're questioning now whether uh, um, what's the guy's name from Jacksonville is even the guy now. Trevor Lawrence. But, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, people in the game that, are not questioning that. He he was he was he was hyped way more than Caleb is now because he had three years of it. So you're talking about a kid who came into the NFL with bad coaching and then they hired another coach and then offensive coordinator and fired him and Justin's going through the same thing. All I'm saying is that I don't mind them and I'm drafting Caleb. That's fine. If that's your best option. But you have to see what these other teams offer you. You just can't go off and say, hey, we're going to ignore all offers regardless of what they are and how they set us up for the future going forward. Because if you look at last year, I don't care if you know if you would have drafted C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, you still wouldn't have been in the position you are in this year, which is better. So C.J. Stroud wasn't on the board last year to be this generational talent. But all of a sudden, now he is because he was put in the right situation with the D- D'Amico Ryans 
and then they traded up to get Will Anderson. So I would just say the Bears, you know, make the best move that they can as a team to be able to solidify themselves going forward. But just to say that, hey, regardless of what we're offered, we're drafting Caleb Williams. I just think they're doing the city of Chicago and the Bears fans a disservice. And what if what if you're in the GM seat and your scouts and everybody and you come to the consensus? He is that dude. He is Peyton Manning or Joe Burrow. He's that guy. That's what you believe. You're not questioning it going, I think you believe in your heart of hearts. Then there is no price I would sell the pick for, if that's the scenario. If, if, if that's your guy, fine, but that doesn't guarantee you anything. I heard you guys say earlier that Patrick Mahomes is in the Jordan Brady company, but there was only one of them. So... Uh, the, the entire league was deprived of championships when Jordan was in the NBA and when Brady was doing his thing. Right. But they still got beat. Brady got beat several times by uh, Eli Manning. So mm-hmm. there you go. Nobody's talking about Eli Manning being a Brady killer, are they? No, he'll probably end up in the Hall of Fame. I'm not sure he's truly a Hall of Famer, but he won two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. My point is, if you get through your evaluation and you go, it's not close. This kid's markedly better than Justin. Doesn't guarantee you anything. No. But you take the shot. No, and I think that last point is something I've been saying a lot here on the show, Dan, is that you know nothing's guaranteed. The entire draft from top to bottom is a roll of the dice. All of it. This is why there are suspects more so than prospects. They are. Because you have to hope that the people that you draft can be able to fit their way into your system and flourish and enhance what you already have. That's the hope. And with Caleb Williams, yeah, you know what? We saw a lot of of Justin Fields. Many people feel if you just supply him with more talent that he'll be able to be the quarterback you want. And for the Bears, we don't have that time anymore. This ain't the 80s or 90s where we have a quarterback in place for 7 to 10 years. Eventually he'll develop. You you can't have Phillip Rivers in your your system all these years. One day Phillip is going to get, okay, well, it didn't happen. You know, they should sell it like you just sold it. Because that made the most sense, the way you just said it. What I say? I, blo- I blacked out. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, is this old school? <laughs> I don't know what I said. No, just, it just the idea that you it, nothing's guaranteed. That's right. the whole point. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's the whole thing of it because that's what they are. As as great as these players looked in college, and as I always tell you, Cap, don't trust my eyes. I'm a college football fan. I look at it based on what I saw on Saturdays. Now, what they do on the next level. Some are ready for Sunday. Some aren't. Correct. Some aren't. That is correct. Uh, more of your phone calls, plus the s- best of the Super Bowl commercials. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. The Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions yet again. They beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Chiefs' third win in five seasons. Third Super Bowl MVP for the great Patrick Mahomes tying him with Joe Montana, the former San Francisco great who was in attendance at the game last night. Also in the overtime, Kyle Shanahan's club won the coin toss, elected to take the football first. He is being roundly criticized by people in and out of the game. And now several of his players have said, we didn't even discuss it all week in practice. Andy Reid, on the other hand, said, oh, we wanted to go on defense first. And his players said, yeah, Coach Reid talked about this to us all week in practice, how we're going to handle it. We want to go on defense first. 
Chicago Marathon winner Kelvin Kiptum, who broke the world record for the fastest time in last year's Chicago Marathon, was killed in a car accident in Kenya over the weekend. He was just 24 years of age. And after doing nothing at the trade deadline, Bulls went on the road to Orlando over the weekend, lost in overtime on Saturday night, 114-108. Franz Wagner, who the Magic selected with a pick from the Bulls in the Nikola Vucevic trade, at 36 points in the victory. Bulls at Atlanta tonight at 6.30. Jay Moore. Jay Hood, I'm back. I want to thank both you guys, man, for the great season of Bears information. And I just want to say I appreciate you guys and I love the show. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10 here on ESPN 1000. And streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We're with you until 10 o'clock. Then Mike Greenberg comes in at 10. Carmen and Yurko from 12 to 3. It'll be Waddle and Sylvie cross-talking with the guys at 2.30. Bluck and Abdallah at 6.30. Game night afterwards right here on your home for the Bears and the White Sox, ESPN 1000. Cap, did you have a favorite Super Bowl commercial yesterday? Did you notice? Uh, did I notice? Sir, that's a fine. That's $2 Sorry. now. I had my electrolytes in my That's head. $2. All right, I'll bring it tomorrow. I don't have any money. I don't have a dollar. If I come over there and I find a dollar, you and I are going to have a problem. If you find a dollar over here, I'll give you a hundred times it. Oh, really? I don't have any cash. (laughs) No cash. Okay. Okay. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Did you have a favorite Super Bowl commercial? Um, Let me think. Boy, there were a lot for he is him. They spent a lot of money. Those weren't the best ads. The Robert Kennedy ad was... Shaky. Uh, issued an apology. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Kennedy issued an apology his family, for his ad. His family blasted him for that commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, remind me some of the commercials. Well, there was, uh, it was great to see Christopher Walken out there. Yeah. I thought that that was pretty funny. That, that everyone's do. I guess everyone does a Christopher Walken imp- impression around here. Carmen, I think, does the best Christopher Walken impression. Carmen does great impressions. Yes, he as does. do you. Yes. He, he has one, uh, voices I can't reach. That's why Carmen is, is funny. Um, so that's one. Give us some other ones that you, that you like. So we saw, what, would you, what were you talking about, Shay, earlier? The, uh, the Beyonce, lotion? The Beyonce one was good with the lemonade stand and all that. Sarah V. Yeah, the Michael Sarah, uh, where he, Michael Sarah says he wants to be a Sarah V partner because it's his name. It comes from him. Hydrate me with, or uh, let my cream hydrate you was the line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Hudson Common for T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. Thought was good. Yes. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. The Dunkin' Donuts commercial with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Tom Brady and J-Lo. And they were in those ridiculous Dunkin' Donuts jumpers. The four of us need to get those Dunkin' Donuts outfits and wear them. I mean, that, sure. that commercial was fantastic. Sure. And by the way, shout out to Carl Weathers in the FanDuel commercial. That was super cool where they did, they re-edited yeah. it and put, you know, thank you and rest in peace and whatever they had on there. That yeah. was very good. Very good. Oh, I would probably tell you the Beyonce Verizon ad was my favorite. I like, I like, I mentioned walking. I also like the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, commercial. <laughs> and it's actually him making fun of himself because of how he speaks. Like he knows, I think he, he knows that people kind of make fun of the way he speaks. And so there was a commercial for that. DeVito was in that as well, if I'm not mistaken, those two together. So I thought that that was good. 
Um, is the 15 minutes up on Dr. Ken yet, Shay? Dr. Ken doing the Popeyes commercial? You saw that, right? There's I Ken Chong. But yeah, I saw it. It was funny. Yeah, so like there's a. Popeyes is, is touting their wings. Like, I already thought they sold, sold wings. But that's the thing. I think that was the reason for the commercial. Talking about their wings. I thought that the messy commercial for Michelob Ultra was good. It was long, but it's it him as a soccer player. That was good. That was funny. He's Messi has really become. He's always been huge, obviously, because he's the best soccer player in the world. Mm-hmm. But his profile, like in the country, with some different commercials and the pink jersey and all that, has risen dramatically. I turned to Peacock and I asked her. I said, "What's Timu? They're spending a lot of money. Every other ad was Timu, and she just talked about how that like is that like the new Amazon where you could get stuff for cheap? It's like a." I was under the understanding that it's kind of a scam site. It's one of those sites that's like apparently a reseller, I think, and you can get get a PlayStation Five for six dollars if you. It, it, one of those dumb sites, and I couldn't believe the amount of money they spent to get on the Super Bowl because they had a lot of spots. Yeah, they did. I think it's in China. I I believe that is correct. Yeah, they had a lot of commercials. I thought. If somebody that was at the house, they said, oh, yeah, we go on there and buy, like, cool shirts and all that very inexpensively. They loved Timu. Loved. You know what? Honest to God, before that, I hadn't heard of it before. Me either. I hadn't heard of it before. I thought I'm kind of in the know. And by the way, if you're CBS, you make sure you tout all your bad Paramount, uh, your, your good and bad Paramount shows. No question. That commercial was great, though. Which one? The the uh, Paramount Mountain, the Mountain of Entertainment. They yes. got, uh, who's it, Patrick Stewart throwing uh, Hey Arnold at the mountain? Yeah. Because Tua can't get the ball over the top of it. That's a great commercial. <laughs> I mean, so there was some, some good ones, I thought. If you're Tua, you can't do that commercial. Hey, we got the joke around how you're a noodle arm. <laughs> you know what else was good was the Doritos one with the uh, two ladies that are chasing down yes. the guy with the bag of Doritos. That was really good. Yes. <laughs> that was really good. I don't, you know, I, it, this is why you have these commercials because you are finding out about this in real time. I didn't know about that that brand of Doritos. I didn't either. Uh, and so Takis, we know. And isn't that the same thing as Takis, by the way, what they're trying to sell you? Those, those uh, Doritos, Shay? Kind of like Takis, like hot chips, right? That's what I think. I've never had them. Yeah. I will tell you, the commercial didn't make me want to run out and buy them either. Like, if I'm going to go get Doritos, you know what I'm going to get? I'm going to get regular nacho cheese Doritos. I'm going to check my partner see if he's got some money. I don't have a dollar on me. You should I pick him up by the ankles and shake him. I literally don't have any money. I gave away my cash last night. My father-in-law ran like these $1, like... Yeah, uh, don't even try that. How about that? that that's yours. Yeah. <laughs> Good try. Well, look at me. I don't have my wallet on me, but there's a, your dollar bills are falling out of your pocket. No, there's no money look here, at buddy. That. I lost all my last Wait night. a minute. What's this, then? That's yours. How Actually, you it's Bernie's. You should feel uncomfortable right now, being disingenuous with the audience. I do not have any money. That is yours. That's but, a shame. but I will give this to the Bernie's people. You will not. Now you owe a dollar. You owe another dollar. Stealing from the kids. Man, don't you understand? Cap. 
It was right there below. I mean, you you know, sometimes you forget stuff, and there's a dollar right behind you. I mean, you're making good money. Dollar bills are falling out of your pockets. That was yours. No. I have 20s. I'm John the Hood. I've got nothing. Literally. Brett took my money last night. He did? He did. Why? My father-in-law ran this like really cool game he does every year at the Super Bowl. It's a dollar. It's it. A buck. And you buy, you know, five little strips. First field goal for the, you know, in the game. You have the Niners, you win, I don't know, $2, whatever it is. And Brett's like, Dad, can I have some money? I just gave him whatever I had. He's winning on the tickets. I'm like, do I get my investment back? No. <laughs> Kept it. That's not right. <laughs> I need it this week, Dad. He won like 10 bucks. By the way, Jay Moore, for the Hollywood elite, people that don't like the Hollywood elite, boy, that was a loss for them last night. You get a, a Taylor Swift, you get an Ice Spice, who look like... You know, Blake Lively. So you know Ice Spice when you see her, like, like, mm-hmm. like Raggedy Ann? Mm-hmm. Like, like with the little hair? Mm-hmm. That's what, I mean, so she's there in the box, Blake Lively, you said? Yep. But, but if you don't like the Hollywood Elite Boy, that was a loss for you yesterday. Well, Blake Lively and Taylor Swift are like longtime best friends. I can tell you, Ice Spice has a phenomenal agent. Whoever's getting her in the box right next to Taylor Swift is like a genius. Yeah, but she looked like Old Spice last night. Oh! oh wow. <laughs> oh. That was a bad appealing. She usually looks a little bit better than that. <laughs> there was a shot of uh, one of Taylor's friends, not Blake Lively, Taylor and Ice Spice yeah. going nuts at one point. Yeah. Somebody said they looked like the witches from Hope. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Uber Eats ad was good with Jennifer Aniston. It was good. It was good. Cool. That's kind of a companion piece for me because I've been watching a lot of the morning show, which you should watch, by the way, when you got some downtime. The morning show on Apple. Someone else at the house yesterday said, do you watch the morning? It was uh, Guff's wife, Candace. She's like, do you watch the morning show? Never seen it. She's like, you're missing. You got to see it. It's kind of on the nose about our business. In a lot of ways. It's, it's, it's pretty good. So I've been seeing a lot of Aniston lately. Fantastic. Again, great actress. Not a surprise, right? Yeah, she's awesome. The Cap and J-Hood cut of the day is right around the corner on the Cap and J-Hood morning show. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and J-Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. And now time for the Cap and J-Hood cut of the day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse, David Flom, Matt Moore, Dining Gem, LaSalle, Northside, the Chicago River. It's awesome. Jay Moore. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! Now time for the Friday Folder here on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. And the Friday Folder is brought to you by, I would believe that's ETI School of Two weeks in a row, man. No, it's not. Well, that's <laughs> two weeks in a row. Hoodie, you can't keep setting them up for it. <laughs> it's done, man. It's done. All right. All right. Lou Malnati's. Go to LouMalnati's.com. There you go. By Empire Carpets. <laughs> 588 <laughs> Empire. Look for the little mustachioed salesman. He'll take care of you. Take that. And by Magicus Rugs. Look for the lips. On the expressway. Give your rug a kiss. Magicus. Take that. Sales upstairs. You better get. Uh, we're going to start doing this every week until we fill that bill. Again, Prime Real Estate, the Friday folder. Please, anyone that's listening that has a business, 
Please contact Good Karma Brands. Brought to you by Prime Co. That's... <laughs> Get your beepers and your cellular phones. Prime Co. Wow. Prime call. Wait, seriously. And singular wireless. (laughs) Xerox. The Friday Fully brought to you by Xerox. Yes, Xerox. And Kodak cameras. And (laughs) Kikos. Well, those phones are ringing now, boy, upstairs. They're they're dialing. Here we go. We're calling Xerox right now. And that's all, folks. The Captain J Hood cut of the day. Hope your TV from Pope Brothers worked well for you yesterday. Anyway, it's brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. David Flom, Matt Moore, they put on an amazing spread for you. The meal is incredible. Great for business, for pleasure, lunch, dinner. LaSalle, north side of the Chicago River. Steve and Niles on Cap'n J-Hood. Steve, good What's morning. What's up, Steve? Hey, good morning, fellas. Enjoy the show. Thank uh, you. Just wanted to get your thoughts on something here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a couple quick comments, and then I'll hang up and I'll listen. Okay. The Kelsey thing, I don't know what you want to call that with Andy Reid, an assault, a brush by, making the guy stumble. Yeah. Where did where has the class gone with these with these overpaid players, especially on Super Bowl? And, uh, you know, back in the day, if someone did that to Ditka, what do you think would have happened? I think the guy would have been probably laid out and laying on the ground, or at least in the locker room and not back in the game. That I didn't think that was a good move. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. And, uh, you know, the head coach is still the head coach. He's the guy in charge. And even with the excitement and everything else, I I just thought that was a classless way to get attention. And then shifting gears here to halftime show, it had to be the worst I've ever seen. And you know what? Oh, my God. All right, Steve, don't hang up. Steve. We got to get back to some good old rock and roll. It's time. Uh, There we go. And there we have it. There it is, Steve Neil Diamond. That first, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Neil Bird Humperdinck. How about a little Neil Diamond? You know, Steve. <laughs> That's. Well, I thought the show was spectacular. A, B. Andy Reid said, "No big deal with Travis. He gets emotional. This has happened before. Relax. We're good." That was not well, that big a deal. It's in the heat of the moment, man. They're out there fighting for their professional lives, and on the yeah. Usher thing. You got to get with the program, kid. You got to nah. modernize. Hey, nah, I like Kelsey. Kelsey yeah. was a non a non factor for ninety eight percent of that game, and I think at the end, once again, they had this guy center stage at the end of the game. There could have been a lot of other players. He had eleven catches, didn't he? He did ninety three uh, yards. He had one yard at the half. They did a good job on him, and then he went out and yeah. dominated. Uh I don't know. The other thing, you know, I don't know. Bring back Gronk because he's not a kicker. We'll leave it at that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Steve. I thought the Usher show was spectacular. I want some build me a buttercup. I want yeah. some of that. I liked it better when the Who were playing the halftime show. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some give me some crystal blue persuasion. How about a little yacht rock next year? Yeah, whatever happened to Pinball Wizard? My God. <laughs> what about Steam? None of this. Nah, nah, nah. This, yeah, yeah, it's a little aggressive for me. I don't like it. I didn't like what I saw there, Cap. I want to hear behind blue eyes. <laughs> wow. So long, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you all week. Take, Take that. that from Chicago. Too much.